2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between. What's going on? How y'all doing tonight? Around the table, to my right, we have Brandon. Hey, what's going on, everybody? We have Mr. Spotlow. Seth, how you doing? Yeah. And he's back from last night.
0: Yes, 84. Woo, always here.
3: I feel like we need to break a huddle or something. I need... I uh, watched a
2: movie last night. Ooh. And nice uh, made me realize I need to become a luchador wrestler. Ooh. What
3: movie?
2: Uh, well, Libre. yeah, uh, essentially, um, like, for instance, I know it's wrong. Like, as he tells the children. I know it is fun to wrestle.
0: A nice pile drag to the face. Or a punch to the face. But you cannot do it. Because it is in the Bible not to wrestle your neighbor.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice pants to the
2: face. <laughs> well, and then you know, I'm wearing my stretchy jeans tonight. You you wear the stretchy pants. The stretchy pants, and then sometimes, sometimes. When you are
0: a man, just behave. Sometimes you wear stretchy pants <laughs> In your room In your room <laughs> It's for fun It's for fun just, just for fun Just for fun That's why I put Lauren yoga pants on <laughs> Just for fun Just for fun <laughs> You yeah. actually did that? <laughs> oh oh wow Way to go for admitting
1: you, it Thank you
2: You actually wore yoga pants Yeah I wear compression next. shorts now Uh huh Like the athletic compression, compression Oh I've,
0: now I've, I've had to do that before and it has sliding shorts and all that stuff. Right, like play, right. you know baseball stuff. You want some ball, support for the boys downstairs? Um, yeah, you, you got had it. Groin, you I had a groin. It. I had a groin strap one time. I mean, a groin strap. Wow, is
1: that like? There's school, actually man. a
0: brace for your groin muscle. Yeah, and when you when, when, when you really, pull it. Yeah, dude. There is no pain like pulling a groin muscle. That mm-hmm. hurts. And, I mean, it has nothing to do with your junk, but it's close to it. Exactly. And
2: it hurts. Right. There's no such thing as a minor groin injury.
0: No. <laughs> no. If you have one, you know it. Yes. And you know it
2: immediately. Right. We're very sensitive about these things. We're, I mean, it's dude heavy tonight,
0: though. Oh. I mean, look at us. A <laughs> bunch of dudes I don't know. I saw around. Brandon dancing at that opening song. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. What was that?
2: I think it was called uh, Hombre Religiosa. Oh.
3: Ah, it made me want to sing Cuba. I you. am, I am. I am, I am. I know, just feel pride for no reason. And I feel I
2: am. <laughs> I know I am.
1: We need a campfire and s'mores.
2: Well, I love the song because he's like, I don't really know where my church is, but then I met this person, this particular person. I am, I am a religious man. <laughs> um, it's, it's a great movie. I, I love that <laughs> story where he's, he's raised an orphan in Mexico. And uh Now,
0: this is, and, and see, here's here's where you kind of lose me a little bit because, and I thought about this today when you told me what the topic was going to be. Mm-hmm. When you when you grow up and have children, you kind of lose like 15 years of your life. Right. Because your one and only focus is raising children and, and getting them great. Well, at least sure. if you have four children, it takes that right. long to... For them to take care, you of themselves. lose track of the rest of the world, and yeah. and I'm, I've seen it. But is this the movie? And Jack Black is freaking Sweet. hilarious. But is this the movie? Wasn't he a teacher, and he becomes a wrestler to no, raise money for the yeah, school is. or that's something? Ray,
2: he's Ray, No, that's School of Rock. We're talking about Nacho Libre. Nacho Libre. He is a orphan orphan in Mexico, and then his his father was. Uh, a Mexican priest and his, I think, or no, his father or no, his mother was from like Switzerland or something as a missionary (laughs) into Mexico and his father is a Mexican priest and they tried to convert each other but they got married. Mm -hmm. And so they had him but then they died, as he puts it. And uh, so he becomes an orphan at this orphanage run by a Mexican priest and he grows up Thinking he's going to become a priest, but they always give him like give the last rites to dead
3: people, cook the food, cook the slop, which of course at the orphanage he never has enough money for meat. So right. it's I, I don't even it's like some bad chili or something that he's mm-hmm. always cooking up and, stew. Yes, yeah, <laughs> stew. And, and, and every time the every time he put it in front of the priest, they just they look at it first and then they. May we pray over this?
1: <laughs> school of Rock is what you're talking about. Yeah, school of okay. Rock's another good yeah. one. Now, now no, School, school of Rock about. is kind of
3: it's kind of my favorite by Jack Black. Okay, because he a great he, he definitely got to show his rocker side, which I know, Seth. I know that's right up your alley. I'm
1: gonna shut up right now. No, oh Continue. no! Oh oh no! It's right <laughs> up your alley
3: because I could see that being you like one day coming in, in into a classroom like you guys don't know about rock and roll classics, and you just bringing in like CDs upon CDs of just. Mm-hmm. Rock and roll, you know, ACDC, uh, Alice Cooper, just all the stuff that you listen to.
1: I had my boss's kids headbanging to Perfect Circle when I picked them up from daycare. Oh, nice. see. Yeah, yeah. There I is. Was oh, jamming on the ride home. I, I look in the back, old little Ben, he's four. Mm. Uh, just a headbanging. I was like, yeah, way to go, little man.
2: See, see. but with Nacho Libre, he goes to pick up the day-old uh, cheeps, the day cheeps. From, for the orphan kids. That's the only thing that gives the stew a little bit of flavor. flavor. Yeah, And this one guy who's just this bum down and out steals the chips from him. And then he sees like a sign later in the movie that you can win $200, 200 pesos if you win the wrestling comp- amateur wrestling competition. So he gets the guy to join him in a tag team and they get their ass kicked. And essentially they think they're done. And the guy comes back and goes, The people like you.
3: They really like you. And, and they basically get paid to lose. Mm-hmm. And they lose to, like, mm-hmm. everybody. But then he, like, realizes, I want to do more. I want to be a luchador. And, and and where does this realization come? Just like in most movies for most men. Mm-hmm. Just like in life. When the good-looking priestess comes along and, you know. <laughs> it's one question <laughs> he asks this guy. Have you ever had feelings for a nun? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, like, who hasn't? Especially especially when they're young. (laughs) Come on
2: on now. Oh, that stern discipline.
3: You're a fan of that? Oh, of course. Of course. The
2: ruler on the knuckles. There's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that. Uh Teach you how to follow rules. Then he realizes that his hero, Ramses, he's the best. Ramses. You must beat Ramses. He's an a hole. Ramses is an a hole. He doesn't even want to take a picture or put a signature down for the little orphan kids who love you, Ramses. And so he's like, I must beat Ramsey.
3: And, and, and then the thing is, before the ma- before the match, he, he's psyching him up like, Ramsey's is the worst. You know, they, he's playing this whole tape where it's like, Ramsey's muscles are weak. And, you know, it gets a man and it gets him motivated and stuff. I'm like, wow. And then he's getting oiled up while he's hearing this. So he, you know, he comes to the ring like, oh, I'm about to smash him. And some, like, like most movies, somehow, someway, he realizes this... Hidden potential and yes. ends up beating Ramsey's.
2: Yeah, and he's doing it for the right reason, not for false pride. Like you know, he finds the kids in the courtyard at the orphanage wrestling, and like the nun that he, the hot nun that he's attracted to, is like, "Do something." He's like, "Okay," and so he like stops the kids and looks at him and says, "I know it is fun to wrestle, and nice I spied right to the
0: face mm-hmm. or a punch to the face, <laughs> but you cannot do it." <laughs> Because it is in the Bible not to wrestle your
3: neighbor. <laughs> Quoting the Bible so wrong, but <laughs> not to but, wrestle your neighbor. His <laughs> accent shows sure so in the Bible. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute now! Now the chick that's playing the priest, the priest, uh, the nun. None, yeah, I swear she reminds me of Selma Hayek. Really? Yeah, a little
2: bit, or in a, the
3: or Penelope Cruz. Selma Hayek. She
2: she looks more like Selma Hayek, but. It's not We hard. should do some research. Yeah, you want to look should. at pictures of Selma Hayek and Fidel Peckers? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, but that's not good for radio. Oh, of course not. Because we,
1: we could see it, but they can't. That was pictures of you. Oh. That one Selma Hayek, and that was awesome. Pictures of me. Yeah, you, when you Google him, the pictures that come up are amazing. <laughs> yeah, there's an MMA guy called Joey the Sandman
2: Clark. <laughs> oh, you see? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want to be called the Sandman. Awesome. I still my favorite name. Like, cause in radio, some people have made up names. Joey Clark is my real name. It's my birth name. It's technically Joseph Ray Clark, but I've
1: always been called Joey. I'm sticking with Joseph it. Ray? Yeah. That is that's uh that's
0: a name. Oh, yeah. No, it's stout, right? With lights yeah. behind it. It's like, so, that's like 84. What kind of name is that? Your age? It's a made-up that handle. That's what it is. No, that is my given name. It's your Christian yeah, name? Yeah, 80 is my first name. So yeah, you're a Christian? Four is my last name. Mm-hmm. That's my Christian name. No, but... Uh, I Actually, some... it's my middle name. My first name is uh, 19. 19. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nobody Nineteen, knows
2: that. 84. My daddy
0: is Albert Four. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where my name okay. comes from. Oh,
2: okay. See, so some people use made-up names on the radio, like 84. <laughs> and,
3: you know, y'all are using your real names. Yeah. Now, 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 you know what's funny? I was having this conversation with someone at work. Because they were saying uh, they were trying to get walkie-talkies for their delivery drivers. So I was saying, like, why don't you go back to CB? And, you know, this young girl, she's up there like, what is CB? CB. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's called Citizens Band Radio. You know, mm-hmm. that's... That's what Facebook was back in the seventies. You know, you would make up handles and talk to people over random channels and stuff. She was like I was like,
2: Yeah. and I love this idea of a stage name. Like you're an actor and they make up a a fake name. But wrestlers always have fake names. Of course. The guy who play who in wrestling is known as Edge. Edge and Christian. Yes. Yes. His real name's Adam. But his initial fake wrestling name—it's my favorite fake name ever. It could apply to wrestling. It could be a pretentious actor. It could be an over-the-top radio talk host. It could be a porn star name. I love this name.
3: <laughs> I'm intrigued all day long. I'm intrigued.
2: The name when he first started as an amateur independent wrestler. Sexton
1: Hardcastle. <laughs> the greatest wow. name ever. That's strong. That's a great yeah, name. That's a big house. Wow. That is Sexton strong. Hardcastle. <laughs> I love that, that
3: name. Is, now that I've heard it, you, I could see it. I mm-hmm. can see
2: it. Mm-hmm. Now we're looking at the top of the, the news here. It's on the television screens. Well, it was a second ago. It's on the top of Drudge. It's on Google News, too. I just checked. Uh, Mr. Weinstein. Uh And handcuffs. Now, um, he is the one who kind of started this Me Too thing. Or his actions (laughs) led to the movement being started. I love Dave Chappelle's point. Like, what if it was Brad Pitt doing the casting couch stuff? Like, a girl goes with her girlfriend up. It's like, yeah, Mr. Pitt told me to meet him here at this hotel at two in the morning. You sure you don't want me to go up with your girlfriend? No, 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 no. And so she goes up, and like ten minutes comes back down. Girl, how'd it go? I got the part.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Which part? You know? Exactly. But well, well, there's well, well, something about the fact the that
3: he's... <laughs> Weinstein's utterly disgusting as, I think, one part of it. Wait, wait, wait a minute. No, I'm, I'm going to put it to you like this. Like we always say, behavior is learned. Mm. So, I mean, he's not the only one doing oh, this. Oh, of course not. And, and the thing is, the question that needs to be asked is why was Hollywood protecting him for so long? Because he knows other people that's doing it. Well, this. and Man, he was. Uh, it's been going on for years. It was well, going
2: on for years, but it w- also it's success. Like, he really was able to create incredible hit movies at a lower budget than a big studio more money than an independent film he could connect people and actually there was one writer who wrote about this saying that you don't bite the hand that's feeding you caviar on wild European tours when you're getting money as a writer as an actor as producers this guy was connected and he really would deliver
0: like if you did favors for him sexual or otherwise
2: he'd deliver
0: and and I think you know what Brandon just said that's the, I think the deal is it's not that they ignored what he did it's apparently was common knowledge what he was doing they just looked the other way yep. because he was putting out a good product. Yep. And they're like, "Well, I don't like the fact that he's doing this, but dang, that was a great movie. You know, that Mm -hmm. was a great casting. You know, those two work together well. And so you look over it for years and years and years. And then when you come, I mean, hell, when you become somewhat, and I wouldn't say irrelevant, but he's getting to the point, you know, you're washed up and you're done. As Morgan Freeman, as we were talking about, he's done. Bill Cosby, he's done. I mean these guys are in their you know late 70s early 80s they're done and now we're going to come out and that's what tears me and 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 I don't want to say anything you know dismissive to any of the claims or anything that any of the women went through mm-hmm. but why in the living world did you not say something at the time what what nothing ever what what
3: well, well, and then the other thing is, is all actresses that you haven't seen in any movies or TV probably since the early 2000s, like Ashley Judd. When is the last time you've seen an Ashley Judd movie? Exactly. Rose McGowan. Done. Done. I- I'm mid really mid like mid <laughs> <I> two <gotta> thousands, <think. laughs> yeah yeah. Mid two thousands was the last time you seen Rose McGowan. No, I remember I
2: those MTV
0: Movie Awards mm-hmm. oh, that oh, dress, dress with Marilyn you, Manson. Right? Yeah. yeah, you make a great point mm-hmm. there. These and are people the that after. have become irrelevant. <laughs> wow. Who at one <laughs> yeah. time were like the biggest stars out there, and and you know stardom is like a drug. You know, you get yeah, addicted to having I, the attention I agree, and everything. And I, and I, I agree,
2: you, and it is convenient that they're doing this after they, they don't have much to lose in terms of a career. But I think the counterpoint is, it's like, okay, I don't have much to lose. I wish I had spoken up before. No, no. And now, like, what happens to other people that feel like they have to do these things to get ahead in Hollywood? Back and then, uh, it's not
1: right. They didn't say anything. They had a lot to gain. Mm-hmm. for not saying anything, and now they have very little to lose by saying something.
3: Well, well, well. Right. A- actually now, what I think is going to happen is going to do like most things that come to the light like this. It's going to get moved further behind closed doors. It's going to be more secretive, and it's gonna. Because
1: he's not the only it's one doing it. Secretive, they're gonna be like, "Yeah, I'm totally gonna do this for this."
3: No, no, no. But but do you do you know what what they're gonna start doing? Guess what? You come to the hotel at three a.m. Mm-hmm. Here, sign this waiver. Sign this. Yep. Be- because now, if you say anything now, not only can I sue you for defamation of character. And and win. Yeah, that really shut Stormy up. Uh, oh, didn't it? <laughs> very, very quickly. Very quickly.
2: Yeah. It's just I don't
3: know.
2: Like I also Weinstein I think is pretty bad, the stuff he was doing. Like and I think when you lord over people with your power, because you are successful, and you say, Because I'm powerful, do this weird sex thing, but watch me, you know, do this into a fern. What? Like number one, <laughs> what did the plan ever do to yeah, you, leave Harvey? The firing
1: out of this. What, 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 but I
2: think what, it's. I mean, it's. <laughs> you would think somebody with that much success, that much money, prestige in that business wouldn't have to prey on somebody and lord over them his contacts in order to f- get sex.
3: Well, well, well yeah. but but you. But anytime you combine money with power, let's look at the yeah. his. Yeah. Let's look at the history of, it. like most of the films that you see on Rome. Most of the guys who have the money and power, guess what? You, girl over there serving drinks. Right. Come over here and have sex with this guy. And they do it. You know, no questions asked. It's been happening since way back when. Well, actually, Why does it surprise people?
2: I saw a comedy video earlier today where it was like a caveman setting. And they were like doing like an office documentary type thing. And it showed the guy at the fire like making fire. And it cuts to the woman kind of looking at the camera. It's like, well, he is a bit abusive and kind of a misogynist. But he brings home meat. And he starts fires. <laughs> <laughs> and so to your point going way back. Uh, I I don't know I I don't have any tears or any sympathy for Mr. Weinstein because of what I just said earlier. It's like it was a pattern of and same thing applies to Cosby. It's like if they just wanted to hook up with people. They could have gotten that. Yeah, they could have not, But if like the way they're going about it, of like either drugging somebody to their past out, or saying essentially, if you don't sleep with me or do the sexual favor with me, I will ruin your career. Well, that's well, that? That's the second
0: side of of what I began with. Is you, it in in one breath you can say why did Gwyneth Paltrow not mention the fact when he abused her? On her first casting call, mm-hmm. but on the second side, had she said something, you've got this unknown chick that had never been in a movie. It's like, who, who are you going to believe? You going to believe me? the multi-millionaire mm. that's had all these movies put out or are you going to bring this new chick that's just jilted because she didn't get the part? Well, back, back that's d- the double-edged st- sword about this story. Back then, they didn't say anything. Nobody said anything.
1: Nobody had to go to get up and say something. Well, there was no, like, Hollywood police you could call. Well, I think the internet is what's done. Well, well, but at, nobody said anything. And at, whoever started that the thing, you know, and, oh, they're, 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 but they kind of did take that first step and say, hey this is going on let's do something about it and then everybody else is like and then we all know what's going on because you know them guys with the money and them, them girls you know the casting couches
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah you know? yeah now
3: now now to to both of your points what were the first things you guys just said money mm-hmm. money 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 sure. money that's what it is about in it that's what it's all about in this country money yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying and and, and and it's the truth you know because that's To me, that's why they didn't say nothing back in the day. They went on to become very big stars and, you know, travel the world. And, you know, he kept up his end of the bargain. It's just now, you know, a lot of them are like, okay, I'm really not relevant now. But one person came out. He did it to me, too. So now I can get me a book deal. I can be on the news. I can have my name Googled for a little while, at least, and make Hmm. a little money.
1: And hopefully it's all true. I mean, they're going to test it in court. Yeah, I mean... I
2: mean, and it's um, it's I mean, gotta be because Weinstein well, did some pretty creepy ugh. stuff, man.
3: But he is not the only one. Everybody, oh, no. everybody no, that doesn't that doesn't exonerate look,
2: him. He's not. I don't think he's any more of a monster than. Yes, there are a lot of monsters out well, there. But but let me but let, let me hit. Monsters
3: still a monster. Yeah, but let me hit you over the head with this: okay. Woody Allen married his own stepdaughter. Oh yeah, no. and 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 it's and pretty it just, weird. It just glossed over because why he makes he makes kind of eccentric films. Yeah, and people like him. Some you know, of
2: them about young women. <laughs> um, Yo, know,
3: when you've raised your wife? Yeah, I guess
2: so. Right. But then we get callers going, that's how it used to be. It, it did. You, you would find, and I'm sorry that I'm talking in this manner, but it's usually, you know, I'm not trying to mock it. It's just how people sound down here. You find an established, usually, like 30-something-year-old man, and you marry off your daughter. You know that he's he goes to church. He's got a good living. He's got a good family, yeah, and you can trust him with your daughter, and then he can help raise her as she becomes more and more of a woman so that she's a good wife, and he can be a good husband to a good wife, and...
3: Yeah, how it used to be. Wait, wait, a minute, Judge Roy Moore. Wait, wait, wait a minute, but 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 at the
0: same time, now you're gonna make
2: people angry.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute, but it, but it, it's the damn truth though, and that was the whole thing about like on the Roy Moore thing. People are like, well, he wasn't macking on sixteen year olds when he was thirty five. back It was like macking. Uh, uh, he wasn't. How old is Roy Moore? Oh, he's seventy two now. He doesn't do that anymore. How old is his wife? Forty. Okay, what's the age difference there? Would she not have been like 18 when he was 35? Right. Oh, I never thought about that. He was macking All on horse. kids. I mean, that's just... It, but 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 it goes back what to... What was going on? I'm
3: just trying to get over macking. Macking on a horse. Wait, wait a minute, but, but it goes back <laughs> to the point. Why Roy Moore wasn't dragged before people then? Money, power.
0: Yeah. Money... Money, money power and power was, are equal. Money and, and power. And he was, was fixing money, to get into a very fear. powerful position and that's when they brought it well, out. And
2: and here's the thing, is you I in my opinion will never get rid of some form of money, all sorts of forms of power. You'll never get rid of them. What we're trying to get people to do is be responsible with those things, especially when you have immense amount of power, whether it's in the government or as a movie executive well, well, you, or anything else. Well,
3: you know the old saying: "Absolute power corrupts." Oh, yep. Absolutely. Lord Acton. Mm-hmm. He was a
2: brilliant guy.
0: I learned that from Joey. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, Lord Acton wrote a whole history uh, of the West. It's, it's, from it's very, it's of very, very
0: true. Though it is I true mean, that really is, mm-hmm. yeah. And you get, you get because you, you get yep. to the point to where there are no consequences. Yep. And Joey, you and I have talked about this over and over to responsibility with, in, with impunity, yeah. and and there are no consequences to your actions. And the more you get away with something, you're going to mm. keep pushing that line as far as you can push what, it, what? and you push it, and you push it, and you push it.
3: Well, well, the history of this country has always been. Those with money laws don't apply to those with money the same no. way it does oh, yeah. the average man. One hundred percent agree. You yeah. know, and, and verdicts have, have shown that. I mean
2: that's
0: kinda of the we've had this just before. I think that's the history of human beings. I was fixing to say that's not just his country, that's just mankind. True. The the powerful and 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 exploit the powerless. Yeah, I mean we've gotten to the point to money is power now because yeah. that is what runs the world now it's not well i've got a bunch of chickens and a bunch of eggs over here or something like it used right. to be but it's it's you know money is power and power you, you can pretty much get away with whatever you know you want to get away with right and sometimes you just have to stand up to the bullies you got to fight for the power you have to fight for the
2: orphans man. sometimes you have to when you are a man yes Sometimes
3: you wear stretchy pants
2: You
0: do Sometimes you, do. you wear stretchy pants <laughs> It's for fun I'm uh, just concerned that I noticed You had your stretchy pants on tonight When I got up here Wait, I These are jeans Are your shorts getting shorter? Are those not your stretchy jeans? Yeah,
2: they stretchy jeans
0: oh, Well, that's what I'm saying concerns me greatly you're a
2: man You have to wear stretchy
0: pants It's
2: for fun. You know, if you keep talking to me in that way, (laughs) seriously, if you keep talking to me
1: in that (laughs) way... Do some yoga. Nice pile drive to the face.
2: Yeah, right, nice pile drive to the face. You keep talking to me that way.
0: I've kicked you out before, sir. 84. I've had better people than you kick me out, really. Oh, I believe it! I believe it!
1: You're my best friend. Can separate.
0: I chance from faith Cause you have all I need to take That's why I think I am, I am, I
1: am Whoa. Cause I don't pray I just behave Cause saints and sinners Are quite the same Cause it's my temple The whole wide world that's why I think I am 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 I
3: am When you are a man, sometimes you wear stretchy pants.
1: Joey Clark.
3: Welcome back. <laughs> Oh, this is funky.
2: This is also more music from Nacho Libre. It's called Papas.
0: Woo, 84, we doing karaoke tonight? <laughs> no, I'm not karaoke on the night. Now, um...
2: I saw, uh help but be happy with it. I love this music. Yeah, that movie put me in such a good mood. If this does make me want to eat some Mexican food, though. I love wow. uh, Let's see. I, I saw an article... Oh, I have to get this out. That might have revealed too much about me. Um, somebody did a breakdown, like a scientific study, of what professions psychopaths tend to go into. <laughs> 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 and number three was media presenter, which... Radio broadcaster, essentially. So apparently, a lot of psychopaths end up as
3: radio hosts. Really, that, that's not that's not that surprising because mm-hmm. you have to you have to figure most psychopaths like attention, even though they avoid yep. social situations.
2: See, but I don't think I'm psychopathic. I really don't because I don't get pleasure in manipulating and harming other people. I really don't. I feel guilty if I ever do anything like that immediately feel guilty and don't get any sort of pleasure along with that guilt. I'm like, oh man, I'm a terrible person. I uh, do it with good intentions. I'll admit to being a bit narcissistic and
3: self-involved, sure. That's that's what I'm saying. Everybody has an offside about them. I mean, and the sooner you realize... Most people don't realize that until they get older. Mm-hmm. That's why they say you have to grow into the person you're going to be. Right, right. Because you're not the same person at 18 that you that you are at 38.
2: Yes, yes. Well, there's another article I saw. It just made me go, really? I mean, we all, and I think it is a problem. Let me start off by saying that. It is a problem that I think less and less people, and we've talked about this, are getting married. A lot of divorces. A lot of people just not getting married or waiting to get married. And this one guy, there's a lot of like hypothesis. What is it? Hypotheses. Yeah, hypotheses. Hypotheses. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hypotheses. Yes. Yeah. Ask the uh, grammar expert over Right. Here. It
2: just that word reminds That's me. Right. of, Like
0: testees. Dinner. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, <Better. laughs> like testees. Like the the people are taking a test. Oh.
1: Testees. Oh. Right. What were y'all thinking? I was thinking about lunch. That's him. <sighs> That's what you we eat last for time lunch? we know last time we talked about this we're talking about eating a minute Oh just...
2: you talking about mountain oysters yeah but this one guy's particular hypothesis is the reason people are waiting to get married and it's based on he was citing some anonymous like 2,000 something people took part in a study where their name wasn't used and they asked like this 24 year old kid, do you ever want to get married He's like, yeah eventually but for now, you know, I think I'm just going to play the field, go a little crazy, sleep with a lot of women because women women are easy to manipulate and lie to and get them into bed. I'm like, man, one nail. No really. Well, well, um, but the the guy's hypothesis is the reason and he's putting it on men are waiting to get married is because sex is cheap and easy to get these days.
0: No, I, I would agree with that. Well, well, you know, you know what? I I I, would, I think at least that is one big Uh, contributing factor to it. Fair enough. Yeah. uh,
3: My whole thing with that is the reason less men are getting married is because... Marriage has turned into a business deal rather than an emotional investment. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: All right, it started back in the that's day. That's a great point, too. Back when old yeah. grandma and grandpa got married, all right, they got married and they stayed together. Grandma wasn't happy, but they stayed together because that's what you did, mm-hmm. all right? And then their kids saw that, and they were like, oh, you know, and those the kids that I'm talking about are our parents, are our parents. So And they were like, well, so that was They're the other generation. They, they got a little bit more married. Well, then we saw that, and we're like, whoa. Marriage, you know, you you better really love somebody if you're going to get married, because otherwise, you're just not going to be happy, and you're going to be stuck with somebody you ain't happy with. Okay, Well, well, at the
3: same time, you mentioned grandma, you know, your parents' parents. Back then, number one, they got married young. You always, for some reason, especially down here, married your high school sweetheart, which I think is the craziest thing, <laughs> because you've experienced no one else but that person. So it's, it's like having a cracker every day. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay. It's good to eat it. But, you know, then oh, one day you get a, a cookie you get a cookie. Or some chocolate.
1: It, it, exactly. Ooh, and it's like
3: cookie. it's like, whoa, this is sweet. It, you know, <laughs> this this tastes pretty good. And and it's great till you until you want that cracker. Are again. these
2: macadamia nuts in here with these chocolate chips? Ooh. Ooh.
0: But here here's the one thing about getting married young. Yeah. And and I, I really believe this. The one advantage that, that gives you is you grow up together. Mm-hmm. I got married when I was twenty two years old twenty-three you stayed together? Lauren Lauren and I were we were kids I mean she had just graduated from Huntington and we got married and we grew up and and yeah it was about a seven-year period of really becoming adults but we became adults together and it was a bunch. There was some hell in there, in between, but we stuck it out. And on the other, if you can get past that hill of crap and get to the other side, it gets so much better. To so the promised yeah.
3: land. No, it really is. But at the same time, you said grow up together. But the problem is, a lot of people nowadays they grow apart. Yeah, you find they that grow you. Up. Yeah, yeah, you find that you that down the line. Guess what? We're different people we have yeah. different interests. I want to get back to this initial That's
2: hypothesis, why though, debates. because they're saying that because people can have sex regularly, you know, casual, so-called consequence-free sex. I think sex has consequences, or hopefully it does. Um,
0: it does, whether you realize it or not. Well, I mean, yeah, and but and are, I'm, I'm not talking about uh, mm-hmm. producing an offspring. Well, it, I'm not necessarily talking em- about that either. It has an emotional consequence to right. it, even if you don't realize but, that okay, at the time cuz it just feels so damn right, good right but if
2: people aren't getting married cuz they can have sex regularly does that mean that some people are getting married so they can have sex that, and if that's your reason for getting married to somebody excuse me pardon me that's a terrible reason what what man but think about this certainly but think about this Seth
3: Seth was making the point that grandparents back in their day guess what girls really didn't give it up mm. like you had to marry them. Unless you're Frank Sinatra. Of course. But, like like, like I said, they, they didn't give it up. So, I mean, it was... Most of our grandparents was like, well, you know what? Let me go ahead and just marry... You know, they, they always give the excuse, well, you know, I signed up for the Army and I was getting ready to go to war. Let's be for real, dude. All right, you-
1: I got one for you. My, uh... <clears throat> Personal story, kind of crappy, but it's true, okay? So, Grandma and Grandpa get married like 50 years ago, way back in the day, and they Mm -hmm. stay together, and he is an awesome dude, but he treated her like crap, and she's stuck in there, you know? And he passed away not too long ago. Okay. So, you know what she did? Took the money and ran to Vegas. Wow. (laughs) But it sounds dirty and it is the karma monster will probably follow her or the karma monster will probably follow her there but I can't not blame her because Mm. he treated her like crap all those years right I don't blame her you know well run away nowadays Mm -hmm. people get married and they'll get divorced because they don't want to be like that and I kind of don't blame them right yeah Some people getting smarter to where they're like, "Oh, let's wait a couple years before." That's why I think it's
0: smart to wait, wait Wait, like two uh,
1: years and then get
0: married. I I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that either. I'm just saying, you. and, and this is just my opinion now. I'm not saying that this is 100% correct. And sure if you don't agree, you know, then, then you're an idiot, But which you probably are, though. The, I accept that, but tread lightly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, when you enter into marriage, there's a reason that God made it a covenant. It's not a contract. It is a covenant. A covenant is deeper than that. And it goes back, I mean, you can get all the way gross into the the first time that a female yeah, has yeah, yeah, intercourse. Yeah, sure. And there is... the Yes, yeah, so you don't please... We, we, get, get, into, we get into a covenant part. But it is, you have to go into marriage as a covenant that no matter what, we're both going to work. And it's a dang old cliche, and I hate to even say it, you both have to give 100%. Mm-hmm. It's not 50-50. And if you're not both, it's like if granddad's a piece of crap and treats grandmom like a piece of, you know, garbage, yeah, she can stick in there and be miserable her whole life. But if both people work together and say, you know what, I cannot stand you today, but I ain't leaving you and I ain't giving up. We're going to get through this. We're going to keep working through it.
3: But to my point, what I was saying before about the business proposition, like you just mentioned grandparents, well, back then, most women didn't have workable skills. Like, a lot of women back then didn't go out and get jobs. So, a lot of them stuck in it, because guess what? Yeah, he's a crappy person, but... I got a car in the driveway, I got three square meals a day, and I have a roof over the my head. Take care
2: of the kids. And yeah, and back then, women couldn't open bank accounts on their own. I mean, there was not that long ago. Nope. I mean, there was
3: a
0: systematic discrimination. That's a valid point. And, 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 a very valid and, and, point.
3: and to my other point, you know, about the business proposition, Joey, you have $2 over there. You know, if you got married today, you know, and she decided to leave, would you want to give one of those dollars up? That's how people are thinking of marriage now. It is a business proposition. Freed up. You know? Oh, and Freed most up. but but but, but <laughs> I mean I mean think about think about that. Hey baby, would you marry me? I love you so much. Mm-hmm. I want our worlds to be one. Mm-hmm. But before we do this, Here's this piece of paper that says, "If you want to leave, you leave with what you came with, came to the marriage with, and I leave with what I came yeah, with." Yeah, because and come that on, is, baby, I
2: girl, mean, that is can a, come crashing
3: down. That is
2: a we don't license know what we're to getting fail. Into.
1: I've left a couple women, and you know what happens? I leave everything. I take my clothes, my game, my car, and my Seems guitar. like, you
2: shed your skin?
1: I leave everything. Wow. I'm like, holla. You leave your guitar? And I've done it twice. No, I, I take my guitar, my video games, and my clothes. <laughs>
0: he even shaves his head and leaves his hair laying there on the floor yeah I number two
1: it boy I'm gone I look like him I look like 48 now
0: number two you mean the
1: guard yeah the guard okay yeah, I was a little confused. Yeah, yeah you earlier.
3: got to be specific
2: on <laughs> that. Yeah. it was like, does excrement help yeah, it grow I, I, or something? Yeah, I, $2. Yeah. man, look, it covered up that bald spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same color brown. <laughs> yeah, what is it? God, God, the God. bat poop? The guano? Yeah, yeah, those guano salesmen are full of crap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you uh, uh, say about uh, 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 grandma not working? My grandma was in the newspaper in Gunnersville in the seventies with a chainsaw and a tree making a totem pole. What? Wow. yeah, she was making a totem pole a totem pole which carving she? it with the chainsaw. Yeah. yeah
3: well well this goes this goes back to what I said a few, yes. you, this goes back to what I said a few weeks ago. You have the rule. I guess she's the exception. Oh, yeah. There are always exceptions. To the mm-hmm. I'm just saying a story.
2: No, but that, that's great. The totem pole thing is that's impressive. She knows how to work with her hands. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. How to wield a chainsaw. Hey, that's why Grandpa could do better than I could do. Yeah. I mean, I know to cut a log,
0: but yeah, it's man, the car a totem, totem pole. And, and,
3: and see, yeah. and then you have to think about from that generation to our parents' generation. Like they say, you know, during the 80s, women got more business savvy. Mm-hmm. Women were in the workplace more. Yep. And so it created a dichotomy of, of what we have now, you know, where guys, where it's kind of like, okay,
0: guys are staying at home now and the women are going out to work. And see, I'm I'm just younger or older than y'all are enough because I, I was born in 73. I was raised in the, you know, 70s into the 80s. I remember when I went to high school, I can count on one hand how many children that I went to school with whose parents were divorced. Right. On one hand out of two hundred and some odd students at Hooper Academy. Yeah, but you do have like eight fingers on your hand. It's well, weird. it helps you in your business. Joey don't tell everybody my secret. <laughs>
2: right. Uh, it comes in handy often.
0: <laughs> but uh but it's, times change and I think you're right. I think it was in the eighties and what I think one thing that prompted it more than anything was prosperity, because yes. that's when the country got prosperous. It started in the late '80s, and you got more time, you got extra money. You know, your what, wife what, what, does what, start going to work. What, well, it's called it the drug trade. Because everybody forgets cocaine hit in the '80s, so uh, yeah, so it, yeah, a lot a lot of people have money. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's not it was it's not just a drug trade though. That's not uh-uh. I don't I don't agree with that. All right, it it was it was more than that. I got one
1: for you. Okay, mm-hmm. so the 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 kids of grandma and grandpa saw what was happening. So your your people '84. Or, uh, what are you, going I, Ross Perot
0: on me? <laughs> <laughs> you calling me you people? <laughs>
1: well, you know, your age group, you know, a lot more diver- divorces uh, compared to grandma and grandpa. Mom and dad, their their age group, divorce a lot. So our kids, or er, us, you know, Troy right. and I, yeah. we saw that. So instead of getting more divorces like they did, we just don't marry in the first place.
3: Or marry, or marry
2: later or, on in life. Or sometimes, and I think it's uh, symbolic, and I don't want to reveal too much here, but people are like, oh, you come from a uh, home, your parents are divorced, it's terrible. And it is. It, you know, split in time, it can be confusing for a kid. But it's also pretty terrible when, out of principle, you're, uh, the parents don't divorce. But it feels like one's already happened. And, and you end and up it living makes in hell. Yes, and it makes everybody miserable. And so I, I think... Waiting and making sure you're with the right person for the right reasons is worth it. Now, if your reason is, I want to go manipulate a bunch of chicks and get them into bed, it's like, yeah, okay, you're going to end up with VD, and hopefully a completely sullied conscience that you feel guilty about for years. And then you're out with your kids one day at the park with that wife you really love, and you see your earlier so-called conquest, and you know, all these weird feelings pop up in your brain, and you realize, man, I was a piece well, of well, crap well, back then.
3: Well, you, you know what usually happens to guys like that? It's called karma, because most mm-hmm. guys like that end up getting daughters. <laughs> Nothing but daughters, and and then guess what? When their daughters turn 16, oh, don't date that guy, and and then it it, it dawns in his head. Oh my God, he's just like me. Mm-hmm. That guy is exactly like I was. She's gonna sleep with him, and, and that
0: realization scares every father. That's uh, the the old saying: You marry your daddy. That's what girls do. They do, man. That's a weird old saying. Mm. But but no, it's true. I mean, that's that. Marry
2: your daddy? Yeah.
0: Yeah. You you find you find somebody else that is just like your dad has that the same personality. Yeah. And that's who girls marry. And, and you and you creepy know what? but true. It, it is. It is. Yeah. And, and you know what? It may sound crazy I never thought it sounded creepy. Creepy, so but I, Well, I'm thinking about it in a different
2: way. Oh, I need to find a girl then whose father you know. Sometimes when you are a man.
3: <laughs> Sometimes you wear stretchy pants. It's for fun. In your room. <laughs> it's for fun. Just for fun.
0: I need to find a. My daughters are too man. young. I have war switch stretchy pants, but stay away from my girls, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Judge Moore. <laughs> oh Lord.
2: No, that's just. Well, let's end it on that note. <laughs> Creepy, awkward pause. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I'll be back on Tuesday. <laughs>
1: Joey
0: Clark. I know it is fun to wrestle. And I smile right to the face.